HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Broadcasting live from Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.com. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby, broadcast live to the cosmos on the Heritage Radio Network. Welcome to another episode of Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Ann Saxelby. My co-host and producer is Sophie Schlesinger. Hello. And we'd like to thank Jack Inslee and Carlos Salguaro in the booth for engineering and also doing producing and tagging and all the hard Everything, work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today's show is all about cheese education. How do you get educated if you want to know more yeah, about cheese? Get some knowledge about um, cheese. Which is kind of a hard question, every you know, and it's a common question, so I'm really excited that we can talk about it. Um, I feel like the timing is really good because this year the American Cheese Society has launched their um, Cheesemonger Certification Program, mm-hmm. uh, and that's happening this August in Raleigh at the American Cheese Society Conference. Uh, it will be an exam that's administered to cheesemongers, and when you pass the exam, you get the designation of um, certified cheese professional. Um, and that's something new for the cheese world. It's yeah. something akin to what exists uh, for sommeliers uh, and wine experts, but uh, you know, the cheese world is just kind of coming into its own. So today, uh, we're going to talk to three different guests. We're going to talk with Max McCalman of Artisanal, who's also the author of The Cheese Plate, Mastering Cheese, and a number of other books about cheese. Um, our our second guest will be Sasha Anderson of Murray's, who's their director of education. And we're going to finish up talking with uh, Daphne Zeppos, who is the owner of the Cheese School in San Francisco. Um, so I believe we have Max on the line. Yes, yes. Hi, Ann. How are you doing? I'm well. Thank you for coming back on the show. Yeah, glad to be back. <laughs> um, so I was wondering if you could first tell our listeners just a little bit about how you structured your own cheese education, because, you know, it's... I'm sure nothing really existed when you started in the cheese world. Not very much. Uh, uh, Of course, there were some old books that were out there, but uh, uh, you can only get so much from a book, just like learning learning about wine. You can read all the books, but if you haven't actually um, 
seen how wine is made and, and tasted as many different kinds of wine as possible. Same thing with cheese. Uh, the best way to learn about cheese is to put it in your mouth and um, eat as many types as you can and, and uh, make mental notes uh, and, and written notes also. But So um, I attended as many seminars as I could, um, and I uh, invited uh, uh, experts uh, to come in and, uh, and speak to me about our program at Pichelin Restaurant, which we launched in uh, 1994. And um, so... Uh, a lot of it I learned actually from uh, the customers uh, that asked me questions, the Socratic method, if you will. Yeah. People asking me, they assumed that I knew something about cheese because it was a nice nice display. And they would ask me, so how does that compare to, say, a rigot de condu? And I'm thinking, well, I'll have to look into that, sir. <laughs> and uh, so I did. And uh, I, I did read a lot because not all these cheese were available to us uh, then, but as you know, we had some cheeses available to us then that aren't available to us now. Absolutely. Uh, uh, like, it was it used to be don't ask, don't tell uh, kind of a thing, and it wasn't hurting anybody, so there didn't seem to be a problem, but until uh, a few years ago, things started to clamp down on and the cheeses that were uh, quote-unquote illegal. Hmm. Bad so, news. Uh, yeah, and I use my background in wine to learn a little bit, little bit more about cheese using the lexicon of wine and uh, some of the similar uh, attributes uh, and uh, methods of making that they share helped me to uh, to get into the cheese world uh, uh, more easily. And after being, uh, so you started the cheese program at Pichelin, which was totally groundbreaking. At the time, nobody was doing anything like that. Um, yeah. And you offered amazing cheeses to uh, New Yorkers. And um, and now you are the Dean of Curriculum and Maitre Fromager at uh, the Artisanal uh, Cheese School. Um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, Artisanal's uh, Cheese Center and uh, what you guys offer in terms of classes and events? Yes, uh, we uh we opened this space in early 2003 based upon the success of the Artisanal Bistro and uh, also based upon the success of uh, some of the speaking uh, engagements that I did uh, here in New York and uh, around the country. And so um, there was obviously some curiosity out there. Uh, people wanted to know about this marvelous food. That's a good thing about Americans. We're actually curious about the foods that we eat, finally. <laughs> and uh, so um, we wanted to include a... Um, a classroom in this new space it's dedicated to maturing cheeses and uh, wholesaling cheese mostly online but to customers all across the united states so in our uh, class offerings uh, we um, uh, actually daphne was uh, one of our uh, one of our first people here with me right. and mm-hmm. uh, we developed a, a master uh, series uh, that is our uh, creme de la creme uh, series uh, which is everything we can uh, teach someone about cheese in uh, about 20 hours nonstop eating cheese. and Well, not nonstop. We do take a couple of breaks, but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it is pretty intensive uh, from how it's made, its history, about uh, its nutritive values, uh, the safety factor, how it pairs, how to serve it, how to take care of it, the retail, wholesale, restaurant situation. But uh, some of our more popular core classes are Cheese and Wine 101, which is about the principles of pairing cheese with wine, we also have cheese and beer, uh, microbreweries, Belgian, and other types. But we also have focus classes, which are regional, uh, the cheese and wines of France, uh, Italy, uh, the Iberian Peninsula. And, um, and uh, these classes, are, we also do some more esoteric classes, such as uh, scotch and cheese. Uh, we've done sake and cheese. Uh, and 
if we just say cheese, uh, we do get some turnout, but um, it is uh, when you put that wine or beer or scotch or whatever into the description, it does tend to bring out the interest level, especially on a weekday evening after someone's been working all day. Uh, the cheese is one thing, but uh, it's it's cocktail o'clock for people. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, I don't know how that helps with retention of information, but yeah. it definitely helps with enjoyment of tasting. So that's yeah. that's very yeah. important. Well, that's why we provide a lot of collateral. Uh, we provide <laughs> notes. We also have uh, audiovisual component to the classes with uh, some slides of. Uh, uh, most classes have uh, some bullet points, and and uh, there's also paperwork uh, with some uh, descriptions that people can follow along. And some of these things are on our website. Uh, we do have uh, quite a bit of information on our website uh, and uh, some nice blogs with some interesting information on the Artisan website. Can you tell us the uh, the address of your website? Yes, it's artisanalcheese.com. That's A-R-T-I-S-A-N-A-L, cheese.com. Some people misspell artisanal, but it's A-R-T-I-S-A-N-A-L, as, as in artisanal, cheese.com. And uh, so... Um, it's um, it's a good site, uh, and it's it's we've been developing since the beginning, since uh, before we opened in 2003, and uh, there's quite a bit of information on there, and as well as a lot of cheese. I have a question that I kind of want to ask all three of our guests today. Um, in your opinion, what do you think is totally essential, kind of as building blocks for someone who's just starting out as a cheesemonger, in order to sell cheese well? Well, I think the most important thing that uh, people need to know is they should know just how nutritious it is, uh, because there is uh, there are still uh, there's still there are a lot of misconceptions out there regarding cheese, and it is still looked at as some sort of uh, unhealthy indulgence, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so I think that they should look into what is in cheese, what is it, what is it made from, and how is it made, and they should also know that it does enjoy a great track record for food safety. And if that's a, if they can start with that, then I think that uh, it's good to find out what's happening in the United States. This is where the excitement is in the cheese world today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, vastly improved from where it was even 10 years ago, uh, the quality of cheese making. Not to say there weren't some great cheeses made centuries ago here, but, uh, but it's been dramatic uh, just in the past few years. And focusing on what's available nearby, I think, is a great thing, like Anne does uh, with, uh, with her original selection. Um, and so uh, we do support American cheesemakers, but it's also good to see some of the old world styles, uh, to see that uh, cheese is being produced on every continent in the world and many islands in between. To, so the exploration, for anyone that is only barely interested in nutrition, uh, we should be, but if that's not their interest level, then if they'd like to get a little geography or history or sociology lessons out of it, or economic or political or yeah, it's there's so many facets to cheese. It seems to be an endless study. Yeah, now, anthropology of cheese. Anthropology of cheese. I know. I'm thinking that <laughs> that segues right into my next question. Yeah. So, what's what do you think is next for um, your own work with uh, artisanal? Do you think of taking the cheeses, the cheese courses beyond? Um, what uh, you're talking about in terms of uh, having, a, a, you know, the pairing focused classes and the master series, do you imagine sort of a class in the future where you could tie in some of those other issues that you were just mentioning? Well, there is one uh, class that I, I, that I enjoy teaching very much, and it's on the raw milk debate, uh, because that's one of the number one questions that, uh, as you know, we receive, um, if I'm pregnant, what cheeses should I avoid? Mm-hmm. Or if my wife is pregnant, I should say. Uh, or... Uh, 
so the raw milk, and not just for uh, pregnancy, but just for people in general, there's uh, there's some concerns and misunderstandings regarding uh, unpasteurized milk in the form of cheese, especially. And so um, that's something that uh, needs clarification and still uh, requires a lot of study. And uh, uh, by me, as everyone else, uh, because it's uh, cheese is not that simple. And uh, so I think that's one. Um, we also um, have a, a new Afinur here. He, his title is actually, actually Director of Operations, who studied uh, and worked in France extensively uh, with Eve Mont, uh, for one. And um, Michael Kalish is going to be uh, included in some of our uh, classes, especially on affinage and cheese making. Those are some of the classes that uh, I think that uh, people are interested in, especially people that are considering making a career change and getting into the cheese business. On that note, besides my wonderful books, uh, there is a very nice book uh, that is written by uh, a cheesemaker in Oregon, and it is called The Farmstead Creamery Advisor, written by Gianniclus Caldwell. It's a, it's not a big book. It's a soft-bound book, and it's only about $15, but it has a lot of information for anyone that is considering going into cheesemaking, including exit strategy, that thing that so many people forget mm-hmm. just in case it doesn't work out for them. Very important, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, Max, I, I hate to say it. I wish we had more than a half hour, but I think uh, our time is up. But thank you so much for coming on and Thanks sharing. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you very much, and yeah. uh, good luck with uh, good luck with the rest of the program. <laughs> thank you. I hope you'll be on the show again soon. Um, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be talking with Sasha Anderson, who is the director of education at Murray's Cheese in New York. Foods Market creates win-win partnerships with our suppliers, and we love to tell their stories. Hot Bread Kitchen is a non-profit, multi-ethnic bakery and job training program out of Manhattan, whose range of international breads are as impressive as they are authentic. Learn more at hotbreadkitchen.org or visit one of our six Manhattan locations for a taste. And we are back on Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. You can check out the show at heritageradionetwork.com. You can listen live. You can download it as a podcast. Um, You can probably do other things too, but I am not (laughs) technologically savvy enough to know what those are. (laughs) But today we are talking about cheese education. um, And our second guest is Sasha Anderson, uh, the Director of Education at Murray's Cheese. Hi, Anne. Hi, Sasha. How are you? 
I'm doing great. This is such an exciting topic to, to talk about. Um, I'm, I'm really, really jazzed about it. So thanks so much for having me on. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, so I, I feel like, you know, first, could you tell us, I mean, who, it's so funny. It's like, who has that job title? Director of Education right. at Murray's yeah. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about your job position and how you came to, to have that job? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, so first of all, it's sort of interesting that there is this job, right? That the that a director of education um, exists at at a cheese store, which I think is really cool. So, we at Murray's run courses actually seven days a week. So we have a class, you know, classes ranging from like Cheese One Hundred and One, which is kind of your basic introduction to cheese by style. We do tours of our caves. We do a three day intensive boot camp, which is really fantastic. So I think it's just amazing that there's such a demand for cheese education. But as for how I came to cheese education, um, it was sort of a mashup of those two exact things. So I worked in um, special education for a few years um, during and after school and um, really enjoyed teaching and then sort of found myself working at a really cool specialty food store in my hometown, falling really in love with cheese. And then when I found out that there was a way to actually teach about cheese and work in cheese and education at the same time, obviously I, I jumped at the chance. So that's sort of how I ended up, ended up here. Nobody goes into their life, I think, thinking they're going to be a cheese educator. A cheese educator. <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be a rarity for yeah. sure. Right, right. <laughs> um, so, so, well, can you tell us a little bit about um, your curriculum? I know you, you develop all the curriculum and, uh, and it's just an amazing range or amazing array of classes that you guys offer. So can you tell us a little bit about sort of the different classes and maybe some of your favorites? Yeah, absolutely. So I think I have really three main favorites, and I think the reason that they're my favorite is because they sort of encompass everything that I really love about cheese. So sort of starting at at the small end, um, our Cheese 101 class, which is our introductory class, we introduce cheese by style. So we sort of think of cheeses in you know, about six different styles. Um, so ranging all the way from our fresh cheeses that don't age at all to, you know, blue cheeses, which are going to be the strongest. And I think for some people, sort of the scariest cheeses. Mm-hmm. Um, though I happen to think they're really quite nice. But um, in any case, we sort of introduce these six different cheeses so that people can not just know six cheeses at the end of the day, but know, you know, hundreds of different kinds of cheeses. Because once you know one fresh cheese, it sort of opens the world into knowing all of those, you know, one bloomy rinded cheese, and you sort of start to learn others, um, which I I think is really, really fun. We also do um, our Mystery of the Caves class, which, um, you know, holds a special place in my heart. It's a such a cool thing, I think, affinage. Um, and, and we've actually, I know, offline chatted about that, too. You know, it's just such a really interesting um, thing to do. So cheese aging. So we actually take people down, and in fact, in about 30 minutes, we're going to head down to the caves, um, do an hour-long guided tour of these five different, you know, temperature and humidity-controlled um, aging spaces so that people can see how a fresh cheese sort of turns into this um, very different cheese. So how we get from green cheese to fully ripened cheese. And then we do a guided tasting because I think it wouldn't be a cheese class if you didn't get to taste cheese. Yeah, Um, (laughs) absolutely. Um, And then I have to be honest, my very, very favorite class that we do um, is our sort of biggest, grandest, most comprehensive class, which is our Cheese U uh, boot camp. 
So um, Cheese University started out as sort of a number of different classes, and then were consolidated into one weekend, this boot camp weekend. So it's 15 hours of classes. Um, it's three days. We get people from all over the country. We get people from other countries. Um, you know, we get people who are going to be opening up their own cheese shops and really want to develop their palates and develop their product knowledge and learn how to properly store and, and cut cheese and things like that. We get people like, you know, cardiovascular surgeons who have this really fun hobby and, you know, want to throw themselves all the way into it. So we get a number of different kinds of, of perspectives. And to me, even more than the curriculum, which I love, um, that's what I think really, really neat about it is coming together because every boot camp is different because of the dialogue about cheese. And, you know, we, you wouldn't be in this business and I wouldn't be in this business if we didn't get to see people's faces when they ate the cheese. I mean, that's really the sort of big deal. So it's that interaction, you know, between the cheese and the person and between all of these people who really, really care about cheese. So with boot camp, we start out um, and we do an introduction to um, milk chemistry and cheese making. So we talk about, you know, casein proteins and we talk about rennet coagulation and, you know, I use a koosh ball to demonstrate those things. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> then we, we talk about cheese by style. We do, rather than, you know, a two-hour uh, cheese class about our caves, we do a three-hour cheese class about the caves where we really dig into to what makes cheese get better and what makes cheese get worse. So sort of mm-hmm. figuring out how to maximize those things that make cheese better and minimize those things that make cheese worse, which is really important for, you know, chefs and retailers. Then we do um, one of my favorite classes, which is an introduction to the history and geography of cheese, where we really pull everything together, sort of um, talk about, and we're talking primarily about Western European traditions, but talk about those traditions and then talk about cheese making in the United States, which has this really, really amazing history, which is really tied into that, to that Western European tradition, but also diverges from it, which I think is really cool. Um, and then we talk about, I'm like trying to go through all the sessions. Um, then we talk about sort of how to pair cheese. We do cheese plates. You know, we, we kind of have a little competition with it, which is really fun. And then finally, after 12 hours of class, our last three hours of class are a pair-off where we pair um, cheese with wine and beer and cider and anything else we can get our hands on, sort of figure out, you know, how we might make cheese better while also imbibing just a little bit. Which is <laughs> giving, giving everybody a reward after all their yeah, hours of hard exactly, classes. Exactly. It's like I've made you look at a PowerPoint for the last 12 hours, so now you can have a glass of wine. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, you can probably tell by how much I talk about it that I just think it's a really fascinating fascinating course. And what's, what's amazing is even after those 15 hours, there's so much that we haven't talked about. Yeah. You know, there's just so much, like, I, I'm still having email conversations with people that I had in boot camp, you know, over a year ago. Wow, um, that's cool. Which is really, it's so cool. And, you know, and it's really cool, too, because we've had a lot of really cool people sort of jump off, you know, from that point and go on to to open their own stores, to just do really cool things in, in cheese and in food in general, which I think is fantastic. So. I just thought of a question now from what you just said. Is there anyone who's um, signed up for the boot camp, you know, not working in cheese, kind of just thought they would do it as a hobby, something they were really interested in, and then converted through by the end of the weekend you know, and, and now working I'm- in cheese? I am I am actually thinking of people. We've had people who've done that and then started to work at Murray's. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of um, people who would have started out and not been that, you know, really not like had a job in cheese. Yeah. Um, and, and there are, but I can't think of their names. Yeah. All of the people that I'm thinking of are people who are already interested, you know, in cheese. Like people like um, uh, 
and I'm probably going to get this wrong, and there are actually people I haven't had in boot camp, people I've had um, who have come to boot camp before, but I know that you know Kathleen Cotter from the Bloomy Rind has come to boot camp, and yeah, I sort of, like, that. every time I see a little, a really cool cheese shop, I think, oh, I wonder if that person's been to boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns yeah. out that, you know, either under my predecessor, Taylor Kokalas, or someone before her that they, you know, if not have been to boot camp, then have, have come to a cheese class at Murray's. Because who, when in New York, doesn't want to hang out? and talk cheese and eat cheese and drink wine and beer with us. I mean, it's true. Maybe like five people. You would be <laughs> a fool to pass that opportunity up. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I know an aspect of the cheese classes, which I'm sure you guys um, have to contend with a little bit is the cost. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And, but, and you guys offer, people can volunteer and help with your cheese classes. Isn't that correct? Yes, and it's amazing. It's actually, I mean, I feel so lucky to have such an amazing core of volunteers. So essentially people come um, and they kind of help us set up and, um, you know, help us sort of facilitate the class and, um, and they get to take the cheese class. Uh, for free, and that extends to boot camp as well. So, um, you know, boot camp is, is um, I think it's a deal, you know, for sort of all the information and all the cheese and everything that you get, but it's, you know, $695, which is can be a little cost prohibitive. Um, and so we have really, really hardworking, really intelligent, really just, I think, cool people who come and help us out with our classes. And these are people who work, um, you know, they work at restaurants or they, they work in investment banking and they, they finish their, you know, full day's work. Um, I have a volunteer who, who arrives at her job at 6 a.m. and then comes, works, you know, the entire day and then comes and helps us set up for cheese classes. And I think it's wow. amazing, but it really is, I think, very valuable for people because they can take as many classes as they want. I think um, that's, it's just such a cool thing. It really just makes it super accessible for anybody yeah. who has yeah. the passion and the time, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, off the record, um, we always send them home with just a little bit of cheese at the end of the day. <laughs> so they can continue their education. So. Aw, shucks. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but it's, it's a really great program. And, and we've actually been really lucky to meet a lot of really wonderful people, um, you know, who have come to our 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 organization in that way. Um, you know, Elizabeth Chubbuck, who's our associate director of wholesale, started out actually coming to cheese classes and bringing her clients while she was working in advertising, then started out helping out with the classes, so doing the setup and breakdown and coming to as many classes as, you know, she could. And then now she, you know, is working with amazing, amazing restaurants every day working with cheese and, um, you know, tasting cheese and is around cheese. And we're obviously really lucky to have her, but she also found this way into into cheese from a you know, from a discipline that maybe wasn't as focused on food, which I think is just works out great for, for both parties. That's a great alum story. I love that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's fantastic. I think there's one for everyone. I'm looking around the office now and I'm, your show's not three hours long, right? We (laughs) We, we wish. Yeah. Well, I think Sophie, did you have another question? Um, yeah, well, I guess I was just going to ask, you know, kind of the basics again, the essential building blocks for a beginning cheesemaker. Um, but I think, I think the boot camp cheesemonger, or sorry, cheesemonger. Yeah. But I think the boot camp topics that you covered are really kind of hit it. Super comprehensive. So, um, could you tell us Sasha, the website, if people want to learn more about the different programs? Um, it is Murray's cheese.com. So that's M U R R A Y S. 
C-H-E-E-S-E dot com. Not that I think that anyone listening to the show would have a problem spelling cheese. Um, <laughs> but if you go to the website, you'll just click on classes. And there you'll be able to see all of the classes that we offer on a day-to-day basis, um, our Murray's Cheese You Boot Camp, as well as classes that we offer off-site at places like City Winery. So um, all, all manner of, of educational options available there. Well, thank you so much for talking with us and for sharing your passion and your knowledge. I mean, just listening to all that, I want to sign up for boot camp. I'm like totally stoked. Sounds great. (laughs) I'll see you in two weeks, Anne. (laughs) Sounds good. Well, thank you you so much, much. Sasha. Thanks, Sasha. All right. We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk with uh, our last guest, uh, Daphne Zeppos, who is the owner of the Cheese School in San Francisco. Stay with us. Try to set my heart on fire The time to hesitate is through No time to wallow in the mire Girl, now we could only lose Our love becomes a funeral pyre my fire Come on baby light my fire Yeah I Try to set the night We are back for our third segment of getting educated in the world of cheese on cutting the curd. Um, Our last guest is Daphne Zeppos, who is a great friend and owner of the Cheese School in San Francisco. Daphne, are you with us? Yes, I am. Hello. Thank you so much for for being on the show. Oh, it's such a pleasure. It's so wonderful. Um, (laughs) I can practically picture myself right there in that little room where you've had me last time. (laughs) We, I know. I wish. I wish you were closer. It would yeah. have been more fun to be able to share some cheese on a pizza afterwards. But oh yes, next I guess uh, I'll see you next Thursday. So that'll be. We'll, we'll take care of that then. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, so can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you became a cheese educator, and then later came to um, have this cheese school in San Francisco? Yes, well, um, I was a chef originally, so I've been in the food business for a million years. (laughs) Um, Before that, I studied architecture dutifully for my parents, and then I proceeded to enter the kitchen and never look back. (laughs) Um, And it was only after several years as as a food person, as a cook and a sous chef, that I turned my attention to cheese. Um, And so I put together a, a... a successful cheese program at Campton Place. And when I say successful, it was right there on the cusp of when people were starting to get interested in cheese. Mm -hmm. And um, inspired by what Max McCallman was doing at Picholine at the time, I said, well, there we are. I'm going from the back of the house to the front of the house um, with a trolley, uh, with a little cheese trolley. And so that was now nearly 15, 16, 17 years ago. Um, And since then, um, I moved to New York and opened the cheese maturing caves at Artisanal. 
uh, when they first opened. That was in 2003 and was there, you know, for several years. Um, and about five years ago, um, I left Artisanal, although I continued teaching there, um, but I left to open my own cheese importing business, and we import four cheeses. And in about a week, we're introducing our fifth cheese, which is going to be a Manchego. Ooh, so congratulations. That's new yeah. and, uh, and exciting. And that um, is the, the Essex Cheese Company, correct? Exactly. It's Essex Street Cheese Company. And uh, um, actually, that's okay. a funny that's a funny story because you guys got your start in the Essex Street Market where where I have my shop, which was oh. such a wonderful thing. Maybe in some I think that little stall is empty again. Actually, you guys should come back. <laughs> I think so. We're ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so from so you started the importing business, which is amazing. Anyone who hasn't tried the cheeses that they offer, um, any any retailer out there should really. Um, get in touch because they're fantastic quality cheeses. Well, thank you. And we are also the smallest importer in the world. You know, we import, I think, four cheeses, and the next smallest imports 300. So <laughs> we're a bit of a laughing stock in some circles, but that's how we like it. We like it small and very sort of hands on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, while I was at Artisanal, I started teaching classes, and um, the more I taught um, cheese appreciation, cheese and wine, the more I did it, the more really I thrived and loved it. Um, and um, in the, I think for the last six or seven years, I've also taught uh, professional cheesemongers three-day seminar. Um, it has had many incarnations. It started at Artisanal. Um, I also teach it today here at the Cheese School of San Francisco, and I teach a variation of it also at Zingerman's in Ann Arbor. Oh, cool. um, so I don't know. I think that um, maybe lastly what I should say is that in, um, in August of this year, um, I bought the Cheese School of San Francisco, um, once we moved back from New York about a year and a half ago, um, I knew that we were going to be here for the long run, and I, I, I couldn't miss the opportunity just to develop this whole teaching vocation. And uh, we want to make it completely the center for cheese mongers and, uh, you know, just a cheese center where people come to learn. Um, and we provide several classes, you know. We do avocational classes, which is just for the, you know, highly sophisticated gourmets of San Francisco mm -hmm. that on occasion know nearly more than me on my own subject. That's <laughs> how San Franciscans are about their food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, all the way to really professional classes, um, you know, for professional, for you know, fromagers in restaurants, for cheesemongers behind the counter, for people who really want to learn more and go in depth into, you know, into the world of cheese. Um, and so for, we're, we're launching during the Fancy Food Show a whole series now of cheese master classes um, that are two hour long, but where we have people like Anne come in and really go in depth into, you know, their focus and their subjects. 
That's, I mean, um, it's just really cool. I, we Earlier in the show, we spoke with Sasha Anderson, who's the director of education at Murray's. And then first we had Max McCalman on. Mm-hmm. And it's right. it's just amazing to to hear all of this great work that's being done. Yeah. And, uh, and the vocation, like you said, of being a cheese educator. It really, it's its mm-hmm. own profession that, you know, um, it, it requires very special people. Um, and it's, uh, it's and just great. And people who kind of like forged the path and now, you know, are creating creating these curriculum and now yeah can share their life's experience basically yeah mm-hmm. with with everyone else so we haven't talked too much about um this subject yet but um i would love to get your um your thoughts on the topic of the certification program that the acs is yes. launching and yes. uh, maybe you know how does your how does your work tie into that yes completely so the cheesemongers certification uh committee was launched I want to say nearly six years ago, um, and it consisted of a tiny little group of people um, that just persisted doggedly into, you know, pushing the envelope. And what is that? Really, if we certify a cheesemonger um, or a fromager or a cheese professional, as they're called, um, we really sort of break that glass ceiling in terms of salaries or in terms of wages, um, which means that we will keep these incredibly talented people in the business. Mm -hmm. So I think that some of the most inspiring young cheesemongers that I've worked with are always um, either in a band or they're in the art world, (laughs) or um, they're developing a small software program with a hope that something is going to, you know, that they're going to become suddenly very successful. And these people absolutely thrill in working in the cheese world. They love the back of the house. They love the cheese counters. They love the connection with um, the history of the cheeses or with uh, with the farms that they get to talk to every time they order. And yet there comes a time when they no longer are the drummer in the band, uh, when they've gotten married and now they're pregnant, where they have to really start thinking of what other alternative am I going to have now to feed myself as I grow older. And the certification for me, this program personifies that moment when now... In the food world, we might become on par with chefs or with sommeliers. In other words, we're going to keep that talent right there in the, you know, in the cheese world rather than see it frit away just because they can't make ends meet. So it's, that's how I see it. I see it as something that's going to help keep all these incredibly gifted, inspired people Um, that sell the cheese that are really taking care of the last leg of information that needs to be given to the customer. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. We actually didn't, uh, we didn't touch on that at all yet, but it's true. It's, it's one thing to have a fun job and work behind the cheese counter when you've just graduated from college, but if you want to make a profession out of it, um, and you don't want to necessarily start your own business and do, go through all that craziness, then, um, the certification will be really valuable in that regard. Yeah. Yes, that's that's what I that's what I think is going to happen. And also, what we just said, you know, we're sort of recognizing it as a true um, food profession. Um, 
you know, and giving it, giving it a title, giving it, you know, having a certificate on it only validates that. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the term cheesemonger in and of itself mm-hmm. is kind of a, it's kind of a goofy word, but it's one that I'm so mm-hmm. proud of. And so I feel like, yeah, to take it that seriously, like a guild would be, you know, mm-hmm. in Europe or something is just really um, an important step that the industry needs to take. Um, so, well, if people want to learn more about uh, your school and, uh, mm-hmm. and what classes you offer, can you tell us your website so we can, we can yes. stalk you online? <laughs> Yes, please. It's thecheeseschool.com. Thecheeseschool, one word, dot com. That, I love it. It's definitive. Thecheeseschool.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, for one, am looking so forward to teaching a class on Thursday the 19th. Um, yeah, for at- anyone who's listening. Yeah, Thursday if anyone's going to be in San Francisco. If you're in San Francisco, go take Anne's class. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, well, and just thank you for, again, for being on the show. It was a real pleasure. And I feel like, oh, it's such a pleasure. And thank you. And, uh, we will have you back on, uh, to share more of your knowledge in the future. If you'll have us. (laughs) Oh, with delight. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you everyone. Thanks for listening. And, uh, we'll be back next Monday with another episode of cutting the curd. Bye. Thank you. Pleasure. Bye-bye. You're listening to cutting the curd hosted by Ann Saxelby. Listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby, broadcast live to the cosmos on the Heritage Radio Network.